feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something is actually strange. Another dream episode. So happy you could be here with us today to listen. <laughs> As we start this sermon, is that yeah. where we're going with this? Today, I will say <laughs> that this dream, so you guys would never know this, but we typically record our normal episode um, that we release on Mondays. And then, well, no, we or, not Fridays. Fridays, sorry. And then afterwards, we record a dream episode that we release on Fridays, Mondays. <laughs> For hell's sake! <laughs> See, it's getting late now. But anyway, last week we kind of went a little long. Don't know how that happened, um, but <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up not recording a dream, and. You could tell that uh, Dan here was a little upset. Well, not, I'm not going to say upset. I was like, fine with it. I'm not going to say upset. Like You were probably okay that we didn't record, but it was also like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to this specific dream. Yeah. And he did mention that. And so well, the I just, bar has been set so high right now. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be one of those Crash Bandicoot <laughs> situations. What does that mean? Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. <laughs> does it have something to do with peaches? <laughs> no, I just spoke out of my butt and it just went the wrong direction. I didn't know what to do. I tried to save it, but I couldn't. It just kept going and I'm still talking. <laughs> <laughs> like right now? Yeah. You're talking about, okay. I was like, was it not a good dream that you were no, I meant like I was looking forward to it because... I just like when you read my dreams, <laughs> but I don't know that this bar is any higher. Oh, it is high right now. Any of the other dreams, but we'll I see. tried to clarify just before we started recording this too. I was like, "Now you said that this was a really good dream, right?" He's like, "Well, we t- not any better than any of the other ones." <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you tried to dial it back. So just in case it's it like, sucks, it's like trying to make me pick between my children. Just- <laughs> They're all, they're all, they're they're all, all special in their own, own certain way. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So this is dream episode number 21. And, uh, hopefully you guys aren't tired of these. Cause I believe he has quite a few more. <laughs> they're still so, coming down the pipeline. Which is nice. But so let's get going on this again. Uh, like we've mentioned before, I, at this point, still have no clue what this dream is about, what it's called. So I'm going to flip it over right now. Alan doesn't either. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Alan doesn't know either. So, dream episode number 21. What is this? A clown car? Okay. Question mark. <laughs> Question, well, yes. <laughs> I guess it's implied. I, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> what implied is this? <laughs> A clown car? Yep. All right, here we go. Again... Most of this is different. You've never started a 
a dream like this. But again, like what most of my other dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you addressing this to? I, we've talked about this before. I don't know. I think you're starting to write to to the audience. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We're you're just supposed to write the dream. Again, like most of my other dreams, I find myself in an unfamiliar place, looking around, trying to get a sense of where I am and why I'm there. Luckily, the spot I'm at I'm at now seems like a nice non-threatening place. I seem to be in a nice suburb neighborhood with quaint little homes all around and a two-story apartment complex behind me. I'm standing on a grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why is grassy knoll what gets you? <laughs> Are you like the were you during like the assassination of John F. Kennedy? <laughs> There's more than one grassy knoll. <laughs> but nobody else has ever referred to another grassy knoll. <laughs> Until here. There are two grassy knolls. The one where John F. Kennedy died and the one in your dream. I'm standing on a grassy knoll that is sandwiched between the parking lot of an apartment and a quiet residential road. To my left, as I'm facing out toward the road, is a four-way stop. I watch as cars come and go through the intersection. I take a seat on the grassy knoll <laughs> as to give myself a break before I begin to wander off in search of why I am here. Why, why I am where I am. <laughs> I like the way I said it. I watch as various suburbanites move around the neighborhood walking their dogs or going for jogs. <laughs> Etc. <laughs> Walking their dogs or going for jogs, etc. Sounds like when you read it, it sounds like a Dr. <laughs> Seuss book. <laughs> I start to get a little sleepy watching the calming scenery that surrounds me and decide to lay my head back on the grassy knoll. <laughs> this this should have just been called the grassy knoll. <laughs> Resting my head on my folded arms with my hands cradle, cradling the back of my skull. Unfortunately, this serenity doesn't last long as I gaze up at some dark, menacing clouds rolling in above me. The storm seems to be coming in so quickly and with such ferocity that I immediately recognize that this isn't any old rain cloud. Tut tut, looks like rain. <laughs> Every time rain cloud is brought up, Travis tut tut looks like rain. It's like he's been trained to say that. Go bother. <laughs> I rapidly jump to my feet while watching a section of the cloud in front of me begin to swirl, form into funnel, and make its way toward the ground. I begin to yell at the people in the neighborhood around me, warning them of the incoming tornado. <laughs> You've lived through so many <laughs> natural disasters. A tsunami. I must be getting to be a pro. A volcano <laughs> slash earthquake zombie apocalypse. <laughs> a tornado now. I I and several others begin to run up <laughs> the grassy knoll <laughs> toward the apartment Maybe parking lot. Have named it grassy knoll. Just as we crest the hill. Could have just said hill. <laughs> 
he could have. He wanted to say no. <laughs> so many times. A second tornado touches down in the middle of the parking lot. We all slide to a stop and look around for the best way to go for safety. Sadly, one after another, more and more tornadoes formed and began their paths of destruction all around us. Having no real direction to run, we all just ran around the neighborhood like chickens with our heads cut off, doing whatever we could to avoid being the next victim of the spinning cyclones. That's a very good reading there, Trev. <laughs> Credit to the author. I can't tell you whether I passed out, was sucked into a twirling vortex, or simply <laughs> transported, but the next thing I remember is driving in an SUV with my family in tow. <laughs> in tow? Like, does that just mean they're in the they're just car? In there. The car. They're yeah. in the car. We are headed to the Not sea- like I'm towing them. <laughs> We are headed to the CEO of my company's house to meet up with him and his wife before we go see a new action film that had just come out. Is this a typical thing you do? No, it's never happened. <laughs> the CEO <laughs> of Brighton <laughs> Bank. <laughs> we like to go catch an action flick now and again. <laughs> it was a movie that I had been waiting months to see. Super excited about the prospect of finally getting to see this movie, I began. I begin to forget all about the tornado incident. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just transported somewhere else. But that's how all his all dreams right. work. Tornado things done. <laughs> once we arrive well, at now it's movie time. <laughs> once we arrive at his home, I'm surprised to see that not only are we going to the movie with my boss and his wife but that he had also invited his son-in-law and his family along for the cinematic event <laughs> as well. <laughs> Did I not need that? Nah. <laughs> Although this news is a bit of a surprise, I don't mind that more are coming. I think you did. Mind a little. <laughs> you minded enough to mention it. that Because really and truly, like in the dream... You could have just said, like, oh, my boss and his family and his son-in-law. and the, well, Why is it his son-in-law and his family? Why couldn't it be, like, his daughter and her family? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that's another way. <laughs> but I guess probably because I know his son-in-law in real life. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that you mention it, like, I was, I was supposed to go out with... My, bo- my my CEO. CEO and his wife, but now he's invited his son-in-law and his family. I guess it's fine, more the merrier. But like, I don't mind. <laughs> uh, I don't mind that more are coming. That is until they announce that it is time to head to the theater and proclaim, "We are only going to take one car, my car." A bit confused. The CEO says that? No, like, like, we're going to take one car and it's going to be my car. Danny's car. A bit confused and shocked, I try to explain to everyone that (laughs) my car can seat up to seven people, but that we have a total of 19. Uh, 
19 people wanting to go to the movie. No matter how much I express my concerns about this situation, no one listened to me, and they all just began piling into my car. After several minutes of watching this ridiculous sight, the car was now at maximum capacity. These people were somehow able to fit 18 bodies into my car before there was absolutely no more room for anyone else to fit. Unfortunately, I was the 19th person and was still standing on the outside of the vehicle. I asked them where I was supposed to sit, and they all just waved, pulled out of the driveway, and <laughs> headed off. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. Figure it out. Later. Bye. <laughs> I got ditched. That's annoying. <laughs> I'm imagining the way you So at feel. this point, I am frustrated that more people came. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining the way you feel kind of like on Christmas vacation when Chevy Chase gets stuck in the attic and then everyone is just like getting in the cars and leaving to go oh, yeah. to church. And like, I don't know where he is. And he's just like watching through the attic window. like <sighs> Just watching home And videos. then, yeah, you're just at home watching home videos. So when you went, were you with, Liz? Yeah, and the kids. And they all just yeah. left you. <laughs> Nobody said it. And then all 18 just Yeah, later. <laughs> I stood there stunned for several seconds after they left in disbelief of what had just occurred, not knowing what else to do as I was at a house I was unfamiliar with and without a car of my own. I decided to walk into my boss's house and wait for them to come back from the movie. I'm super angry. Because I was the one who really wanted to see this movie, and I was the only person who got left behind. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny that you do it that way, but it's probably pretty close to how I felt <laughs> in the dream. Did you say what movie it was yet? No. Or was it even All I know, it was like an action movie that apparently I really wanted to see, but I don't specifically remember. I mopped around the house for a few minutes. I'm Most assuming you meant mope. <laughs> <laughs> Either one works, huh? I mopped around the house for a few minutes. How do you spell mope? I think it's just with one P. But I, I mopped. <laughs> I mopped around uh, for a few minutes, occasionally throwing the dead weight of my body face down on the sofa. <laughs> Out of sheer frustration, <laughs> he's literally having a tissy fit. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> just, <laughs> and he can just his face is in a pillow, and he's just like, <laughs> it sucks getting left by. <laughs> Eventually. And you can't, you can't like go to your CEO the next day and be like, I cannot believe you did this to me because he's the CEO. He'll be like, I don't care. I'll fire you. Eventually, I get over my self-pity party and decide to watch some television to pass the time. I turn the TV on but can't figure out how to change the channel. I'm stuck watching golf since that is what was playing on the channel the TV was already tuned to when I turned it on. I quickly lose my interest in the slow sporting event and begin to... What is your problem with golf? I don't mind playing it. I just don't want to watch it. I don't think you're watching it, right? Unless Tiger Woods is playing. 
I quickly lose my interest in the slow sporting event and begin to wander around the house in search of something else to do. I see that they have cats and make the decision to feed them. <laughs> Give them milk to drink. <laughs> giddy, 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 giddy. Push, push. You want some milk? You want some milk? Wait, this is your cat? No, this is the CEO's cat. Oh. Remember, I'm at his house. I don't know what oh, to do. Oh, okay. So after I threw a tissy fit on the couch, I watched some golf, and then got bored, and now I'm going to Now feed he's cats. feeding cats. However, Either way, whenever I watch golf, I understand how it's boring, because a lot of it is just the sky in the background following a shake, like a shaky shot of the golf ball. And in my head, I'm like, I have no idea if that's a good shot or not. Well, if None it lands at all. in the fairway, most of the time it's a pretty good shot. But like other sports you can see, like at least like baseball, you can see, oh, that's going out. But on this, it's just like 10 seconds of it in the air. Well, like, and they normally, they normally now, this probably shows how long it's been since you've watched golf, but they usually have a tracer that follows it so you can see where it's going. Oh, really? Yeah. So they have the camera behind the golfer. So as they hit the ball... You see the tracer following the ball, so you know if it's oh. going left or right or whatever. So, right, I haven't watched. So it's got like a little chip, time. computer chip in it, so it knows where it's going. I don't know how they do it, but they're just draw a line. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it is. So, however, when pouring milk into the kittens' bowls, I spill some on the ground and have and have a come apart. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I come up like, I like oh. however <laughs> when pouring milk into the kitten's bowls I spill some on the ground and have a come apart. <laughs> Is that how you say it? I don't know. I had a come apart. I've like, never I never like, heard that. Broke down. <laughs> I've heard had a breakdown. I've heard had a come apart. He just had a come apart. <laughs> Guys Go! I totally <laughs> thought that was just like a normal thing. Next time I'm you, having a come up part. I can just see. <laughs> next time you get really emotional or something, just go to the people around you and be like, "Guys, I apologize for having that come apart <laughs> okay, in front of you." Or like and they'll be like. Are you still having that breakdown? <laughs> like if Liz and him are having an argument and she's like, what is your deal? You're like, I don't know, okay? I'm just having a come apart. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> had a bad totally. day and <laughs> having a come apart. Total, come apart is totally a normal saying. <laughs> no, it no, it's not. Isn't. Are you having a come apart? Excuse me, sir. I'm having a come apart. <laughs> Why would anyone ever say no. that? Nobody has ever said why, that. We already have a phrase for it, which is breakdown. That's what everybody uses. So why would anyone even ever make up? Well, we need another phrase for the exact same thing. Let's do a come apart. Like another name for breakdown is come apart. Yeah, but it's not the same. Nobody has come aparts. They have breakdowns. And then he says... Of course, this is the day that he's had. <laughs> Has anyone ever said he's having a nervous come apart? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. To continue, he says, of course, this is the day that I spill milk. I think to myself. 
It was a rough day. <laughs> About an hour after I was ditched, <laughs> my boss's wife returned home and found me laying. <laughs> what? What? My <laughs> my boss's wife. <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of a word is this? I get what you're trying to, but. <laughs> After about an, another normal <laughs> about an hour after I was ditched, my boss's wife returned home and found me laying ski wamp pussy. <laughs> ski wamp pussy. <laughs> it's just he spelled it S K I dash W A M dash P U S dash L Y. Ski wamp pussy. <laughs> You spell it? I don't, I don't even know. know that word. I guarantee you that word had a big old red line underneath that. <laughs> I don't off, know what that means. Skiwomp is is probably not a real word. I mean, I... <laughs> laying skiwompisly on the couch as my torso was partially on the cushions, but my legs were hanging off the side. <laughs> I asked her what she is doing. Home so early. <laughs> You're just laying on the couch. She's like, What are you doing? I am laying skiwampusly. <laughs> Why are you home so early? <laughs> and she, so that's what she's doing home so early. And she let me know that she felt bad that everyone was at the movie but me and thought that she'd come back and pick me up so that I could at least see the second half of the flick. I'd be like, don't do me any favors, lady. Like, no thanks. I told her I would go under one condition. (laughs) What condition? She asked. We must take two separate vehicles back to the movie theater so that there will be more room for each person on the way back home. (laughs) Told me once. I am a thinker. <laughs> she agreed to these terms. <laughs> and we left for the theater, each in our own cars. A few minutes later, I pulled up to the theater. But when I walk inside, it Wait, doesn't... each in your own cars, meaning you each had a car? Or so she you had, had returned, your own car. She had that. returned in his car, because remember, oh, they yeah. took his car. Okay, so I got in my car, she got in her car okay. and drove. A few minutes later, I pull up to the theater, but when I walk inside, it doesn't take me long to realize that this isn't a movie cinema. (laughs) Did you just not want to say movie theater twice? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But instead is an actual live production venue. As I walk through the lobby of the playhouse, I overhear a couple of gentlemen discussing a private matter with the assumption that no one was around to hear them. Little did they know I was able to hear everyone. They said (laughs) they talked about the fact that Tiger Woods was in the audience watching the play this very afternoon. (laughs) Hey, God, I'm going to I'm going to throw back to a previous dream. But was this play by chance in your house? (laughs) (laughs) Different playhouse. (laughs) Tiger Woods was in the audience watching the play this afternoon and that the assassination plot against him was a full go. Suddenly, I find myself in a moral moral quandary between going to see the rest of the show and trying to stop this assassination (laughs) from occurring after some deliberation. 
I finally <laughs> knew that I must do the latter. You said later, but... Oh. Isn't ladder and later spelled the same? I believe ladder is with two Ts, but can I you, could be wrong. Can you imagine if... Uh, and first of all, no wonder you said grassy knoll, because now assassination's in your head. Oh, yeah. Look at this. But can you imagine? And honestly, this is the weirdest thing. I just realized that I was watching golf earlier. I did not put those two things together. <laughs> didn't? <laughs> like now, before dreaming this, Woods you were watching like, golf? No, I'm just saying like earlier watching golf in the dream. Oh. And, and now Tiger, Tiger Woods. Oh, yeah. I thought that, that was a yeah, thing. Yeah, I didn't put that together till now. Just now that you were I mean, watching my golf. My subconscious And now have, but... Tiger Woods is in an audience <laughs> of a play. And he's going to be assassinated. But can you imagine if, like, Danny was there in the at the Kennedy assassination, and he like heard people talking about doing it and knew it was going to happen, and then he's just like, oh, "I think I'm just going to go to the theater instead. <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything about this. Like, you know, I what? have my priorities. It'll be interesting <laughs> to see if they actually get him. <laughs> and then it was oh, what was the name of the guy, Lee Harvey Oswald runs into the theater that you went to because he did run into the theater oh. and i'm like what's up man <laughs> <laughs> so you got theater assassination grassy knoll all having to do with the actual assassinations and lincoln was assassinated in a theater okay yeah. <laughs> lincoln was assassinated in a theater and then wilkes booth ran to a warehouse whereas um lee harvey oswald shot or Kennedy from a warehouse and then ran to a theater. Oh my gosh. And the weird thing is, I did not even watch anything to do with assassinations <laughs> that I can remember in this time frame. <laughs> All right. The next hour of my life is spent sneaking around catwalks. On the catwalk, yeah. <laughs> on the catwalk. <laughs> Shake my little tush on the, the catwalk. catwalk. Now, sneaking around catwalks and in back rooms of the massive theater, trying to learn more about this whole assassi assassination plot. I spy on the conversations and follow the movements of various people backstage to get a better handle on what is going on. From what I was able to gather... There is a mastermind behind all of this whose ultimate goal is to have Tiger Woods assassinated. <laughs> <laughs> As if you did not know from the earlier conversation that he overheard that the assassination on Tiger Woods is a go. He spent the next hour <laughs> confirming that Tiger Woods is going to be assassinated. <laughs> you know, when you're dreaming it and writing it down, you forget like how you put it earlier too. And so I can, yeah, it pretty much sounds like I just wasted an hour. <laughs> However, I learned that this mastermind has not just hired one would-be assassin, or even a team of would-be assassins. <laughs> Instead, he has hired a bunch of contract killers who were all under the impression that they were the only ones hired by this particular job. By the way... <laughs> by this particular job, that's what I wrote. Yes. By the way... For this particular job. 
if you're hiring somebody for to an assa- to assassinate somebody, <laughs> I don't know if they it. would always really be a would be assassin <laughs> if they pull it off. It's more like you're hiring a veteran assassin <laughs> who's done it before. Like it's not just somebody who's just like. Ah. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I have no experience, but no pun intended. So they're not would be assassins, most likely. They're I'll, already I'll give it assassins. A shot. <laughs> what the mastermind has done is told each assassin. <laughs> You're gonna read her. I think we understand. <laughs> how it works. Before I even read how you're going to uh, explain it to us, I'm pretty sure the mastermind told all of the assassins that they were to assassinate Tiger Woods, but didn't tell them that there were other assassins. Let's see if you're right. Or maybe that they need to assassinate Tiger Woods and then one other person who was also another assassin they didn't know. What the mastermind has done is told each assassin that their first target, oh, Alan's more right, was another assassin. From what I understood, he saw this as more of a March Madness bracket style tryout. (laughs) He would have the assassins face off against one another, taking each other out until there was only one assassin left. The last remaining assassin would then be given the job of taking out Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just see, that's just like, there's just like 20 assassins, okay? No, there's 64. Okay. Yeah, what? 64 assassins. They're all in the same freaking theater. Okay. And each of them are like, have a contract to kill. The other one. <laughs> so, like, during this movie, everybody's just sitting there, including Tiger Woods, just watching this play. Meanwhile, somewhere, like, <laughs> above in the rafters, are just a bunch of guys are like, pew, 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 pew. like, people dying. And everybody's just, like, sitting there, like, hum, dum, dum, dum. And then, fine. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's gonna notice just sixty-four dead guys. <laughs> sixty-three. Yeah, Somebody's 63. gotta live, right? Actually, I take back what I said earlier about <coughs> there wouldn't be a would be assassin with sixty-four. You're probably scratching the scraping the bottom of the barrel. So you're like, I don't know. You wanna you wanna get in the game? <laughs> we need. You, we still need twenty-seven assassins. <laughs> so this next part of the dream. <laughs> Danny puts in parentheses, and this is his way (laughs) of just covering his own butt, just in case Tiger Woods is listening to this. May I just interject for a second right now? I want to make it clear that I love Tiger Woods and wish him no ill will. So I don't know why my dream was centralized around such a theme. I just wanted to make sure that's your disclaimer. I didn't come across as like a Tiger Woods hater. (laughs) That's your don't try this at home. Yeah. Disclaimer. Tiger, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you, man. (laughs) Anyway, back to the dream. So as the show rolls on, a plethora of assassins are running around the back rooms of the theater, knocking each other off. Until there were only two assassins left. I know this because I just so happened 
<laughs> to walk into a back dressing room at an inopportune time. <laughs> <laughs> where, where have you been this whole time? Well, all <laughs> these assassins. I've been running recon. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just letting them kill each other. Like, my mission is Tiger Woods. Keep him safe. That's it. <laughs> he's just hiding behind some boxes. And just <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not calling the police or anything. Like, oh he's just like. He's he's just like I'm. Sixty four assassins, guys. I. I still got this. <laughs> I got it. I don't need to get the law involved. He's lone vigilante can take this. Even if he does call him, he's like, 911? Yes. Hi, I'm at the theater, and there are 64 assassins trying to kill each other. And the one that's left is going to kill Tiger Woods, who is in the audience. Now, no need to send anybody over. I got this. According to the bracket I see, there are 15 assassins left. It's okay, guys. I'm doing recon. <laughs> I got. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> the very moment I opened the door was the same moment that these two assassins had just figured out that the person who had hired them was instructing them to kill each other and that all of the other guys they had finished off were also assassins. Naturally, when they saw me open the door, they thought that I, too, was an assassin sent to kill them. There was no time for chit-chat as both men lunged toward... Oh, man, excuse me. A little crazy burp there. (laughs) There was no time for chit-chat as both men lunged toward me with the purpose of ending my life before I ended theirs. (laughs) The next few minutes are spent in a tussle. The three of us are squaring off in this small dressing room, smashing into makeup tables, mirrors, and crushing the poor lone coffee table in the middle of the room. It's not easy, but eventually I'm able to choke each one of the assassins out until they are unconscious and tie them up. This way, they will be of no further trouble for the rest of the day. These are trained assassins. Good thing I showed up. (laughs) Danny. (laughs) Good thing Danny showed up, who was just having a come apart. Or uh, what was it? Yeah, it was a come apart on his CEO's (laughs) Having a tissy tissy fit. Just going. The The one who just like could not take it that he just spilled some milk. Is now the one in charge of taking out these assassins. <laughs> I've come a long way again. I got ditched for a movie, and I spilled milk, and they told they took my car. I can't deal with it. I found out later. Oh, that there's 64 assassins a, all trying to kill him. It's a good all, thing that I was list. laying skiwampusly on the couch because it helped stretch me out before <laughs> I had to take on the would-be assassins. How did the assassins? Okay, there's 64. Start the bracket. <laughs> yeah, they know they have to kill this one other assassin. Yeah, and then when they're done, but when then, there's 32 left, then each assassin is given a new target. <laughs> they didn't catch on <laughs> by then. It's like what? I they it was just run into. And then, I thought it was one, and then Tiger Woods. They just run into other assassins. He's like, "Good day." <laughs> I don't have. You. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Funny that we're all in the same place. <laughs> I'm not supposed to kill you, though. Not yet. (laughs) 
the smart thing would be just kill all the assassins you see, <laughs> whether or not they're your current target, because they're going to be eventually. <laughs> not if someone else uh, takes them out. I'm, I'm finally able to make my way into the actual auditorium as the play winds down its last waning moments. It's at roughly this instant that instant... It's at roughly this instant when I catch a glimpse of whom I deem to be the mastermind behind this assassination attempt. He seems to be getting antsy in the crowd as... How did you deem him to be the mastermind? <laughs> like, you, just, you just see somebody in the crowd like, You, sir, I deem the mastermind. Surely. Yeah, I could just tell. Man's got a he fedora. Lo- he looks like he a looked guilty. evil. <laughs> Uh, he seems to be getting antsy in the crowd as the realization that there are no assassins left alive or at least conscious, conscious to do his dirty work. He then gets up from his seat and makes his way toward the back of the theater and disappears into the shadows. <laughs> Fearful of what this man is up to, I hastily follow him into the, rec- into the recesses of the grand old theater. <laughs> See, like... <laughs> He's like, sees. Okay, did you see? Did you see him? You're in the theater. Are you at the back of the theater? I was kind of like on the side. Like there was like the area that he was in originally, and where Tiger was is like more of like a balcony seating area. Okay. And then I spotted him, and he was like fidgety, and like I could tell he's like waiting to hear. What if he was just a dude that needed to pee? He's like, oh man, I want to watch the rest of this, but I gotta pee now. <laughs> Danny's like, that's him, <laughs> the mastermind. <laughs> Guy goes into the bathroom. He's just taking a leak, and Danny goes in there. He's like, I know who you are, <laughs> and I know what you're doing. Drop it. He's like, but I'm gonna pee on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Drop what? Drop it. <laughs> I think that would be you're in the bathroom. You're telling some guy to drop it. Like I just feel like <laughs> I, know, I know who you are. Drop it. <laughs> Excuse me. You heard me. Drop it. Okay. <laughs> He then gets up from... Okay, I already read that part. I end up appearing... I hastily follow him into the recesses of the grand old theater. I end up appearing behind him just as he pulls out. (laughs) (laughs) This is a kid's show. (laughs) Family show. The one that wrote it. I end up appearing behind him just as he pulls out. A shiny silver revolver from his pocket and begins to aim it toward Tiger. I quickly swipe at his arm, causing his aim to deviate slightly. Wait, are you guys still in the bathroom? No, they were never never went into the the bathroom. bathroom. Trav made that up. Oh! It's like, how are you shooting Tiger? Yeah, that's like, what kind of a place is this? <laughs> I quickly swipe at his arm, causing him to, his aim to deviate slightly as the gun fires a bullet from its chamber. Fortunately, I was able to knock his arm just enough that the bullet ended up hitting the edge of the seat that Tiger was sitting in, leaving him unharmed 
probably very curious as to what that was. <laughs> <laughs> also, this chair just like blows up. I don't know if that's the best strategy in a crowded theater is just to knock off his aim a little bit because it's just going to hit somebody else most likely. Well, I knew I was knocking this. Just Especially enough. in a crowded, in a theater that your your wife and children are in. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, take the sure shot. I don't care if it's tired. <laughs> I'm not going to chance. You hit my wife. <clears throat> the crowd, hearing the gunshot, all begin to mildly panic and scramble around. What do you mean mildly? They're like, did you? Did you guys hear that? I think that was a gun. I think we should all get up. I don't know which exit to take. I'm going to walk around a little bit. I a little bit in confusion. I'm mildly nervous, scared. I don't know. I'm mildly I think we, panicking. I'm mildly panicking. <laughs> I'm not having a come apart yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, under the cover of darkness, in the back of the theater, I put the mastermind in a vice grip, <laughs> wrapping my arms around his throat and my legs around his torso, slowly squeezing him tighter and tighter. <laughs> I don't know if you read it like that. <laughs> if you just skip if you just skip that whole in between part and go straight from Drop it. <laughs> he never said drop oh, it. He didn't. You made that up. Yes. The whole scene is good. <laughs> it was such a good scene. <laughs> Slowly squeezing him tighter and tighter until he too passed out. <laughs> After all the excitement over the incident in the auditorium began to die down, I made my way back toward the lobby of the theater so that I could leave. <laughs> And meet my family out by the car. At no point you were like, <laughs> at no point you were like, hey, let me just go tell the target, Tiger Woods, that someone's <laughs> trying to kill him <laughs> and have him get out of here. <laughs> You're just like, I got this. I'm so sure of it. I don't even need and to tell that- Tiger Woods' his life's in jeopardy. I know that Tiger Woods is a celebrity. <laughs> Why does somebody want to kill Tiger Woods? <laughs> As no, I, wa- I didn't get that explanation in the dream. <laughs> As I walked through the lobby, I could see a bunch of news crews scattered all over the area interviewing various patrons of the theater in regards to the happenings of the day. As I watched all of this unfold... I couldn't help but smile, as I knew that these people will never really know what had happened behind the scenes on this Why day. Why not? And who really was responsible for saving Mr. Wood's life. <laughs> so now you're all of a sudden just like a superhero that has to hide his identity. You can't go to the authorities and be like, this is what happened, guys. Let me lay it so all out for you. Really what's happening is he's walking through. There's news crews all like, they've got... You know, microphones in Tiger Woods' face, and Danny's just walking through the lobby. He's going out the front door. He's going to meet his family at the car, and then he just stops and he turns and he just sn- he just smirks. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did that. I saved Mr. Woods' life. Nobody will know. Nobody will ever know unless I tell them. Excuse me. <laughs> Twas I, Daniel Barnes, 
<laughs> Who saved the life of Mr. Woods? <laughs> or he was me like, and my <laughs> me and the mastermind had an oddly arousing <laughs> tussle. <laughs> Well, if you read it all weird, <laughs> yeah, you write it that way. I'm going to read it that way. <laughs> During the no, drive, I think in his head, what was going on was that quote, the Spider-Man quote with the "with great power becomes great responsibility," <laughs> and he's like, so it was like slow motion. He's walking through the crowd, flashes of light, the, whatever, and he's just like, if I tell them who I am, my family will be in jeopardy. <laughs> Because other assassins and villains will want to come after me, and through them they will get after me. So but I mean, I, granted, I cannot reveal my identity. Granted, the assassin count in this city has gone down by sixty-two, <laughs> with two tied up in the back room. I can't tell them who I am. I really want them to know the good things I did. <laughs> During the drive home. I asked my family if they had heard about what happened during the pro- production. <laughs> they all said yes, that someone tried to murder Tiger. I thought for a bit on whether or not I should tell them that I was the one who saved the day. But alas, <laughs> I figure they won't believe me anyway and decide to keep that fact to myself. Once I get home, I was yet again surprised as a neighbor came over to my house bearing a gift. He took me outside to show me a large water-powered barge (laughs) (laughs) sitting in the street in front of my house. He told me that it was a new type of recreational vehicle that could hover over land using water power. He walked me over to the barge to demonstrate how it worked. There were two extremely high-pressured nozzles on either side of the barge that were attached to steel-plated levers. These levers were used to control the amount of water pressure that was released out of each nozzle. (laughs) When the levers were pulled in a direction that (laughs) allowed the water to flow freely, the entire barge lifted up off the lifted up of the ground and gave us the sense of floating or flying. The trick was you needed two people to pilot this barge as each person would need to be in charge of one of the levers connected to the nozzles. The The two would then need to work together to steer the barge as turning would require the pressure from one nozzle be turned up while the pressure of the other nozzle be turned down. Actually, when in all actuality, no. That would just flip the barge upside down. You have more pressure on the right side from underneath and less on this side. You just flip the barge upside down. I'm not going to lie. The barge maneuvered very poorly and was super clucky. Clucky? Clunky. Is you said clucky. And it was super clucky. <laughs> but it was actually quite a bit of fun. This is when I woke up. <laughs> I was expecting that to like you were introducing at the end of your origin story of a superhero that you've just become like this is how I was introduced to my version of the Batmobile. <laughs> no, it's just given a water literally b- power barge. He had an exciting tussle 
and then just decided to help us all forget everything that happened <laughs> and just went on about a really long explanation of how to drive this stupid barge. How high did it go? Like about 10, 15 feet <laughs> off the ground. Oh. Like anyone who you fly over is just going to be obliterated by those water <laughs> nozzles. <laughs> Like, oh, I got blew back 50 feet. <laughs> like, literally, I said, it was, all the skin off of me. <laughs> it was super clunky. <laughs> clunky. Clunky. All right. Well, we we have in the past, up to this point, we've basically gone to uh, dreammoods.com and looked up some words. But you know what? Danny, Danny and I were talking, and we kind of realized that really and truly, it was the same result every single time. <laughs> I so needed goals. He I was, was sex deprived. <laughs> um, just I had like a lot of personal issues. <laughs> so low self esteem. There was no happiness in dreams <laughs> in his dreams. So we just decided to kind of stop that. I mean, the fun is mostly in the uh, reading anyway. Um, but I mean, before we end, I mean, I guess. That was just the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> well, it was. And why is it called "What is this a clown car"? <laughs> because everybody Everyone piled I into know, my car. I know, but that is the smallest <laughs> little detail. <laughs> it wasn't to me. It was a big deal. I got ditched for this movie. You ended up making it there anyway, just in time to save the assassination <laughs> of Tiger Woods. Well, it turned out they weren't even at the movie. They were at a live production. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Still. So. You wonder why your CEO and everybody didn't respect you and just ditched you. Because you do amazing stuff like that, but then you don't tell anybody. <laughs> it's like, I'll just keep that to myself. <laughs> why do people cheat me like crap? <laughs> like, I would have called it the assassination of Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do you have such a hard time with titles? <laughs> That what is this? A town car? <laughs> Remember how you make fun of us for focusing on like these tiny little things like like the fence, the picket fence outside of the Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? There's like a <laughs> there's the certain, like things that I have like in more great detail like where I just talk about <laughs> Yeah, there was some frames hanging on oh, a yeah. wall, <laughs> frames that were in <laughs> Hung like in old classic movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay. So, as we kind of focus on those things that just kind of stand out, you tend to focus on the most, <laughs> almost most mundane thing. And like, all right, that's the title. <laughs> Clown car. Where a big 80% of this is you running around trying to save Tiger Woods from being assassinated. And yet it's called, can what is we, this, a clown car? Can we change the name, like, when we put this online and everything? Because do you know how many more hits we will get on YouTube if we have something titled The Assassination of Tiger Woods <laughs> than something named, what is it, clown car? What is this, a clown car? Yeah. <laughs> if we have something, if I put a video up, two videos up, and I name one, what is this, a clown car? And one of them, The Assassination of Tiger Woods. You know, one's going to get all the hits. Yeah, like clowns love YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
guys like. I don't care. If you guys want to change the titles, you can. I mean, I, I, mean, feel I don't like, want anybody to get. I don't know if we get. Flagged, I don't want law though. enforcement to flag me and be like, "What the assassination of somebody's plotting?" <laughs> and then they call Danny. Hey, I think somebody's plotting the assassination <laughs> of Tiger Woods. You got to help us do some recon. We only have thirty-two officers. There's sixty-four assassins. <laughs> I even think the grassy knoll would be a more of a hit, but but again, that's the first like paragraph and a half. But he names he says the grassy knoll about six times. So yeah. Anyway, that was kind of crazy. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. Um, tune in next Monday and every Monday for all of our dreams that are released and they may or may not have different titles from now on. So <laughs> like after I like to see that Trav may <laughs> Trav and Alan may change. I title. like to see the title that you give. And I think <laughs> maybe this new thing that we'll do is we'll read it. We'll determine whether or not <laughs> the title fits the dream. And then I may change it at that point, okay. but we will announce it here on the podcast that so changed that we have changed but it. But remember <clears throat> what dream you're at right now so we don't do it further than that because now you'll be starting to change them to better titles unless you don't. <laughs> Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know how much I trust him anyway. I think I'll just continue to title them how I would have normally titled them which is good titles. <laughs> it's good titles. <laughs> like number 18, how do you come up with a better title than Volcanic Volcanic Violins. violins. That was awesome. Which, if you haven't listened to, went from volcanoes and violins and music in the air, literally, <laughs> in like psychedelic already... vibes, to zombies. Travis, wait, I don't want to give it away. No, to they zombies. They would have already, already listened to it. Yeah. To well, zombies, and unless then they're not listening to them in order. <laughs> to zombies, a a death of a friend of Danny, and then to immediately like I got to get to school. <laughs> I already told you just doing Pandemic Part 2 would be a fitting <laughs> title for that one since it's basically Pandemic Part 2. Part two. <laughs> so anyway, thanks again, guys, for listening. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, make sure to visit our uh, website at QCodePodcast.com. Visit us on our social media sites, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at QCodePodcast. And, of course, we enjoy any feedback that you can give us in the form of stars um, and or comments. We like comments, too. So, or um, stars with a review that come with comments. Yeah, uh, go on uh, to YouTube and subscribe and click that bell so you know that when we have new stuff coming out. Um, but again, thanks. Yeah, we will see you next week.